the Finicky Podcast. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk finicky. But first, I have to introduce our very special guest who we do not hear from a whole lot. Yep, you guessed it. It's Stephanie Tucker. Stephanie, you're here. Woo! I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We started to talk about things before the show started, but we didn't want everyone to miss all that gold content. Um, No, Stephanie, I don't live in California anymore. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Oh, I feel like nobody lives in California anymore except me. You've still got Zach. Zach. But, you know, he's like in like Miracle Mile. That's like another state from here. Ooh, (laughs) solid burns. We're not even out of the theme song yet. You're burning people. Um, You've got Chris Antez. Chrysanthemum. You know, my neighbor worked with Chrysanthemum. Wow, your neighbor's so lucky. <laughs> he works on The Voice. What? That's mm. basically neighbors, kind of, I that way. Know. Maybe can We're make them... I'm one degree of separation away from Chrysanthemum now. Okay, well, that's pretty nice. You've also <laughs> got Bottom. Oh, yeah. That's true. There are a few Did people still here. Did you completely forget about Bottom? I feel like you completely forgot about Bottom. Okay, well, now I expect invitations to all the football parties. Uh, no. You want, yeah. <laughs> you will probably get invitations to all the football parties that exist. <laughs> You've probably been getting invitations to them for the past oh. few years because I don't know how many of them there are. And for that, I blame Andrew Bottom. Um, and also, you've got Ben Bliss. He's back. He left and then he came oh, back. Oh, he's back. That's yeah. right. And if his and if Heidi isn't giving birth right now, she will be any day now. Awesome, that's pretty cool. Pretty awesome, yeah, I know because I call him all the time, and I'm like, "Go on, be on the pod." He's like, "No, I can't. I gotta <laughs> wait for a baby." And it's like, "Ugh, get over yourself." Am I right? What an excuse? <laughs> I know. Ugh. Um, <laughs> what else is new? Is Kip gonna be on the show today? You gonna get Kip? No, Kip Kip is downstairs doing his podcast that he does with Doug every week. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, they don't take all our bandwidth. I mean, okay, well, let's talk about that. What's their viewership? Is it more than 11? I don't know. You know, maybe maybe around 11. I'm not sure. (laughs) 11-ish? All right. All right, so we're equal. You're doing your very popular podcast, and he's doing his. How nice. We'll do a hybrid one day. I don't know how that'll work. (laughs) We're both going to be on the top of iTunes tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Top of the charts. (laughs) Easily. Um, All right. Outside of podcasts, I assume all your children are asleep? Yes, they are asleep. Thank God. How easy is it having two girls? I assume it's no effort at all. Um... It's some effort, <laughs> but, but it doesn't seem like as crazy of an effort as my friends that have two boys, so that's something. They're a little less insane. <laughs> boys do enjoy their concussions and scars just a little bit more than girls. I don't know why that is, but it's true. Um, sure. But um, yeah, Snake Snake has girls. You have girls. I have girl. Bliss yeah. has girls, right? Bliss has girls. Well, girl. He's going for girls. Man, I'm just realizing, yeah, boys are kind of a scarcity. Uh, JP has boys. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 leveled out. It's leveled out. A little bit. 
A little bit. And, you know, uh, I'm sure Bottom will kidnap some kids at some point. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, <laughs> all right. So, kids aside, uh, how are you feeling about your, your finicky season so far? Uh, it, it, you are on not the top of the league, but you were yeah. voted best draft. So, you got that going for you. I find I feel like my season's very confusing to me so far, only because I feel like my players should be doing better than they are, but they just aren't. You're the like only week, person that feels that way. <laughs> every, but like they're on paper good players, most of them, and every week I get like so close. <laughs> like I think I lost to you by like point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I sleep just fine knowing that I'm playing not so great on paper players. But it makes me feel like I'm a genius playing these yeah. garbage players that for some reason I picked and that uh, win <laughs> occasionally. But when they do fail, I get so mad at them. Um, yeah. With Speaking of garbage players, we'll move on and we'll start looking at the waiver wire report. Um... Uh, Pretty eventful, not as eventful as some weeks. A lot of defenses. Um, we got, well, it looks like JP took in a kicker. Woo-woo! Uh, looks like Zach took the Browns D. Looks like I picked up Wayne Gallman, whose coach uh, basically admitted today that it was a, a mistake that they played him so much, and they will never do it again, so I immediately dropped him. Uh, Zach picked up Jamal Agnew, corner turned wide receiver for Jacksonville, because that's how it goes. Uh Bottom picked up $15 to the Browns coach. Bottom. A coach? Yes, a coach. And I don't know if you listened to last week, but we did this. I we did, did this. We do, we've done this skit already. He spent $20 is, on the Steelers coach last coach? week. Yeah, yeah, it's a different. <laughs> In the past two weeks, Bottom has spent $35 on coaches. And the thing is, I told him it was a mistake, but then, but then. He caught, he picked a coach who had a tie. And so yeah. now he feels enabled. He feels emboldened. Like uh, it's a that, good, like it's good luck to yeah, pay for your coach. That yeah. he's got the Midas touch when it comes to coaches. So uh, the Browns, I believe, play like Detroit. So yeah, for mm -hmm. 15 bucks, he thinks he's bought himself about 13 points. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. But uh, yeah, bottom spent 15 bucks on the Browns coach, thinking <laughs> that Detroit might have their second tie in a row. Who knows? And uh, $20 on the Titans defense, uh, who is playing Houston. So it's a good matchup, but I don't know if it's a $20 matchup. And then, um, um, so we'll get into it later, but uh, my this is a bit of a must-win week for me. So maybe, maybe I overreacted. Maybe, maybe I freaked out a little bit. Can you see the free agent offers report right now? You probably can't. You can't. No, I don't think so. You can't. It's okay. Make sure to pull up the league scoreboard so we can go over I have the score. No, I have the league scoreboard up, oh. but I don't know where to find the. That's okay. Um, I will tell you that I knowingly completely overpaid out of pure spite towards Le'Veon Bell. Um, I spent a lot on Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman, who was on the practice squad two weeks ago for the Titans. I spent too much. Try to guess how much I spent. Just use your imagination. How much do you think I spent on a probably not even guaranteed starting running back because <laughs> I was completely overreacting and angry mm. at Le'Veon Bell for ruining my life? 30. 30. 30's 30. close. 30's 30. close. 
Um, $69 is what I spent <laughs> because I thought that had a nice ring to it. And it was late at night. And I, yeah, I... You, you had a head cold. This so. wasn't what, this wouldn't even have to do with NyQuil. This was just tilting oh, on the NyQuil <laughs> decision that was Le'Veon Bell. The vision I had for, for Le'Veon Bell. Um, so mad. Anyway, uh, who was it competed for? There were a lot of bids for Deontay Foreman. They went all the way up to $10. And then I just decided to make it a real funny, funny <laughs> bid for $69. Right. The thing is, if I don't win this week, I'm basically out. So, um, you know, you can't take it with you. So, Yes, I spent way too much money. I don't know why I saved so much at this point and just to give it away. Speaking of my matchup and my uh, my low percentage of uh, playoff survival, we might as well move on to the scoreboard and see what's coming up. We'll start with the worst matchup of the week, which is mine. It is me versus Benjamin Bliss. Typically, the worst matches have Benjamin Bliss in them. And this week, it just happens to have me in it Two. Um, tough to kind of gauge this one because Ben yeah. has not actually swapped out any of his, uh, by players, most of which all exist from the LA Rams. Um, so if four, four LA Rams in his starting lineup right now, um, yeah, I have no idea what he's doing. He still has Jameis Winston. None of it makes sense, but, um, it's my matchup. So I'll let you, you'll notice I changed my team name. I am now Gruden's quarterback camp because, all I do is play rookies, and I've just acknowledged that that's how it's going to be from here on out. Um, that's a strategy. Yeah. If you, if you <laughs> thought that maybe just putting $69 down on a backup running back was going to be the end of my tilting, uh, nah, it went in all <laughs> kinds of directions. So, Stephanie, I'll let you make the pick on this one. I'm going to go ahead and pick you because I'm, you know, you said his – Babies do any second, and I don't know that he's going to get around to uh, fixing his lineup. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I realize I don't even have a player. Like I have a, there's a, I have a completely open spot, but uh, and I'm still favored by a whole lot. But that's because yeah, a lot of his team is in the too, yeah. yeah, I got to play with that. Anyway, all right. Yeah, sure. I win. Uh, suck it, Bliss. Uh, you have absolutely no chance. Uh, on to victory for me. <laughs> Um, in equal said, now we'll go on to your matchup, Stephanie Tucker, where you at a dominating three and seven are going up against JP, who is now six, three and one after tying me once and beating me last week because I had Colt McCoy and Le'Veon Bell, which looking back on it, I'm just going to, I'm going to focus on, actually, I'm just going to, I'm just going to soak in misery on the fact that those two names are in my starting lineup. And, uh, yeah, John Paul Morrell. Uh, projected for just four points more than you. And we obviously know we're a little bit out, so a lot of these things may move around. But um, I see you have, obviously, as always, Mahomes and Prescott. Uh, JP doesn't have the big quarterback duo. What he does have is Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. So with that, uh, I like that you have... It's Christian Kirk versus DeAndre Hopkins. If Hopkins plays... That hurts Christian Kirk, and that's a big swing in his direction. I actually kind of see that being the key to this matchup. Um, I'll ask you some stuff. Uh, Darius Leonard, uh, he did kind of get hurt in his last matchup. Are you going to ride ride it out with Darius? So far. <laughs> I'm like, um, 
Probably. Probably. Dep- I don't know. It. I'm going to check. We have to get closer to Sunday. It's true. It is I never only really Wednesday. count anybody out until like right before on Sunday because every time I do that, I pick wrong. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what are you seeing in Jamal Williams? I see you plugged him in uh, versus Cleveland. Yeah, I'm just kind of like going on a hope and a prayer with Jamal Williams because all my other guys were on by and there's nobody available. I just picked him up today. You know, you don't have to hold on to McCole Hardman forever. You know that, right? It's not a requirement. If you don't want him, you can just not have him (laughs) on your team anymore. Yeah, true. I'm not saying that in some sort of like seductive way of trying to steal him from you. I honestly have no idea why you still have McCole Hardman. Um, or Nelson Aguilar, but all to you. You have pieces you can move. Um, Jamal Williams, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I will say uh, the Lions had two backup running backs score touchdowns last week, Um, so maybe Jamal Williams is next in line. Uh, My last question for you, and this is the there's no hidden agenda here. I'm just curious. Cowboys versus Kansas City. Um, obviously it doesn't affect you quarterback wise. Hopefully it's a high scoring game, but you have the Cowboys coach. You going to keep it that way? Yeah. You know, I thought about changing it out today. Didn't think about spending any money to get a new coach, but the Cowboys coach has been like kind of good luck for me. I feel like lately and they've been all right. So I left them in there as much as I don't like the Cowboys, but I did take out their defense because I, don't know, I got a little nervous. That's understandable. Um, Coach, and we're going to see what happens. Be all right. Taking a look right now, trying to get the. Oh, this isn't the right website. Um, Right now, trying to see if the over under is 55 and a half points. The over under is 55 and a half points for your Dallas versus Kansas City game. If all those go through the quarterbacks. Uh, you're in business. That would be that would be a solid amount of points. Uh, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick you for the upset. I'm gonna take you on the upset because you have quarterbacks and I don't. And me not having quarterbacks was the reason JP won last week. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking you for the upset over JP. <laughs> Probably out of blind optimism. Moving on, uh, we've got Snake versus Lyle. Um, as always, Snake has Josh Allen and Tom Brady, uh, but on this one, Aaron Rodgers and Tua, Tua versus the Jets, uh, there could be points on both sides for quarterback. Yeah. I will ask you, Stephanie Tucker, what do you see here? I don't know, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> every, well. I think it's interesting that almost every matchup except yours is like projected within like two points of each other. That's That's true. That's true. And I will say uh, snake. I mean, this one's projected close. Snake is limping right now. Uh, Adrian Peterson has not taken the job. David Montgomery is back, which is great. Latavius Murray, the number one running back on that team is Lamar Jackson. Um, Ramonde Stevenson obviously plays on Thursday, but um, Damian Harris is back. Uh, Kenny Galladay plays for the Giants, which basically rules him out. You know that. Corey Davis playing against Miami. That's great, but he's getting the ball from Joe Flacco. Who knows where that goes? Michael Pittman Jr. is probably the best offensive weapon outside of Tom Brady and Josh Allen on Snake's team right now. Um, 
he does have the Rams on the bye, which means he doesn't have his beloved Cooper Cup. I don't think Calvin Ridley's coming back anytime soon. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is maybe an option, but I doubt it. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of empty spaces there. There's a lot of maybes, let's say, on Snake's side. Um, yeah. And a lot of big names on Lyle's side. Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf. Um, oof, I don't know. What it, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Lyle can pull it out. What do you think? James Conner is an RB1 right now. And he's playing the Seahawks. And their defense is fine right now. But there's no competition for him from Arizona. Um I I don't know if Nick I think Nick Chubb. Let's say this. If Nick Chubb comes back playing Detroit for Cleveland, I think we could be looking at another upset alert. Do you agree or do you disagree, Stephanie Tucker? I'm going upset alert. Upset alert! Cue the horn. <laughs> I love an upset. Who doesn't love a good upset? All right. <laughs> Moving on from that one, we've got Antez versus Zach McKee. Um, Christopher Antez, five and five. Zach McKee, six and four. Pretty close rankings here. Uh, obviously, the win probability, as per usual on this pod, is pretty close. What do you see? Um, what do you see, Julian? <laughs> no, I'm the host. I get to say, what do you see? All right, I'll start you off. Dearness Johnson, if Nick Chubb plays, Dearness Johnson doesn't have much of a role. Um, it is against the Detroit Lions, though, so I guess maybe he's got the same sort of, you know, uh, hunt value. But I don't know. Zach's, Zach's living on the idea of whether we're going to see Kyler Murray play or not. And right now I watched the Vegas line shift four points. It used to be Seahawks by two, and now it is – Cardinals two and a half. And when I see that kind of shift, I don't think that's a that's a Hopkins shift. I think that's Kyler Murray's gonna play. So fair to say Kyler Murray, odds are, is playing in this game. And if that's the facts, um I don't know, Stephanie, you're still kind of a Seahawks fan. Do you think Russell Wilson is gonna start his MVP candidacy in Arizona? Mm, I don't know about that. I guess it's here. The game's here. So here, hosting Arizona. Um, no, I don't. Sorry. Oof. This is, <laughs> this might be the highest scoring matchup of the week. Uh, both defenses are ideal. Buccaneers versus Giants. And you know how much the Giants suck. And Browns versus Detroit. Um, really good kicking matchups. Buffalo and Indianapolis. Uh, Tennessee versus Houston. Uh, two good linebackers. Two good tight ends. A lot of weapons. This is, I would say, probably the highest scoring. McCaffrey versus Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's been the running back one, but McCaffrey's going against Washington. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a toss-up for me. Um, If I had to pick, I'd probably pick Zach McKee just because if Kyler Murray does play, I don't know if Russell's finger is healthy. I'd love – I mean, I – I'd bet the chips on Russell. We have to win this game. It's a must win for us. It's not a must win for Kyler. But if Kyler plays, I think that this one goes to Zach. Yeah, I don't I don't have a ton of faith in Russ Willie. It does um, seem broken. I don't know if it gets fixed this week. Uh, 
with that, everyone's super, super, super sad. But I guess um, it should go to Zach McKee. But that being said, I'm all about the Hawks this week. Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, three touchdowns. Antez wins. Antez <laughs> wins. <laughs> All right. Antez wins. Devonta Smith is garbage. He's gotten a lot of points recently, but he only catches six balls a game. And Mike Williams has disappeared. Two zeros there. Zach falls apart. Antez wins on the back of Russell Wilson's career game. All right. Moving on, we have the game of the week. Andrew Bottom seven and three. I can't fucking believe it. And Ben Derrige five and five. Um, ben Derrige still starting Taylor Heineke, which makes you kind of just want to give it to Bottom right there. But Stephanie, we bring you onto this for your deep and thorough analysis. What do you see in this matchup? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm the, I'm your, am I your worst guest? You're not the worst guest, Stephanie. You're the only <laughs> girl in the league. There's a deal there. Uh, you gotta, the, you gotta always also focus. The Bender J. Everyone does this thing, and I don't know if it's like a finicky, like they're trying to fool you or whatever. But Devontae Adams, rather than having his best right receiver up where Deontay Johnson is, a lot of people do. Darius is one of the people who stores D- Devontae Adams down in the tight end spot, like you won't notice he's fucking there. So Devontae Adams. Is fucking superstar. So he's right there. AJ Dillon, and this is against Minnesota. AJ Dillon is the only running back right now for Green Bay. No one knows what his backup's name is. Uh, Aaron Jones is out. Uh, Aaron Jones was on Bottoms team or is, but he's on the bench. So that's a huge point swing with this week. Uh, to make up for it, Bottom is starting Mark Ingram, who can do great if uh, oh uh, Alvin Kamara's not playing. He's like my fantasy nemesis. I feel like I had him on my team for like five years in a row. Mark Ingram <laughs> is your fantasy nemesis? Yeah. I had him on my team that for like five That says a lot about the past years. five years, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, I will never put him on again because like you said, he could have a great game or he couldn't. And you get frustrated because he has bad games for like six in a row. And then you bench him and then he has a good one. So I don't have any faith in Mark Ingram. Wow. Okay. So Mark Ingram <laughs> clearly is going to get a zero. Uh, Jordan Howard uh, might be leading the heaviest rush attack, um, but Jalen Hurts is actually the starting running back for Philadelphia. So, and I, I if you remember, I don't know, New New Orleans is incredible against the run. Everyone thinks that the Bucks are the best against the run, but watching that Seahawks game, I remember Demario Davis just smashing faces constantly. Uh, I think that, uh, I definitely think that. Philadelphia is not going to be able to run the ball the way they want to against New Orleans. By the way, if you feel like not starring uh, Darius Leonard, you should probably start Demario Davis because he's the best run stopper in all of football. And if I didn't have Eric Kendricks, maybe I'd do that. Maybe I will. Who knows? Uh, AJ Green is going to have, could have a good game, but if Hopkins is back, then AJ Green is nothing. Jamar Chase, fine. Cole Beasley's hurt. TJ Hawkinson caught one ball yesterday or last week. There's a couple question marks. There's a lot of question marks. Oh, but I don't know. Ben Derrige is starting the Cardinals coach against the Seahawks, so we can be mad at him for that. Uh, I'm going to let you take this. I'm going to let you pick this one. I'm going to let you pick. Is it Derrige uh, with uh, Devonta Adams, his star tight end, or is it going to be bottom with his 
Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts stack. Oh, and we also forgot to mention Lamar Jackson did not practice today with a non-COVID illness. So maybe he's shitting his pants right now. So got to keep that in mind. I know, but he's had like four straight wins in a row. Maybe it's time for the streak to end, or maybe he's just like inexplicably amazing at this this year. That's true. Is the streak, is that a diarrhea joke for Lamar Jackson, being that he left for a non-COVID illness? It wasn't, but you know. It it is now. Um, Well, I guess he's got Kirk Cousins, you know, sitting by if he doesn't have Lamar Jackson. But I'll say if Lamar Jackson does not play, bottom is obviously going to lose. Uh, otherwise, I do think that Bottom begrudgingly might come away with the win on this one. What do you think, Stephanie? I agree, Bottom. Because, well, also because you taught me years ago never to start anybody against your own team. And having a head coach against the Seahawks is just oh, a bad omen because every time I true. do it, I think, oh, Julian's not right. He's never right. And I do it. Well, if my favorite the- team was the Giants, I'd start. People against the, yes, my favorite team all the time. Yes, you think so this year. I'm like, well, I can start people against them this year because they're never going to win anything. And then I always backfires. So your rule stands. All right. That's true. All right. We'll give Bottom the win. He's on his way on to finicky fandom and superstardom. Um, with that, uh, Stephanie, uh, we've talked about it. The Hawks are playing the Cardinals. Uh, it does sound like a, a wounded Kyler versus a wounded, uh, maybe more wounded, uh, Russell Wilson. You probably hear Kip bitching all over the house about the Seahawks, so you're totally up to date. What are the chances that the Seahawks beat the Cardinals in Seattle this week? I don't know. I've had like, I feel like I'm the most depressing football season in this house <laughs> between the Seahawks and the Giants. The last few weeks, I've been pretty sad around here. But I'm going to go the Seahawks win because they're in Seattle. That's their golden spot. We're taking it. We're taking it. Stephanie predicts it. Hawks win. Hawks, Hawks win. win. Very happy about that. And. Uh, I hear the Giants may be uh, firing their GM. Uh, We are wrapping up the show. We've got uh, about a minute 30 left, so I'm going to leave this for you to bitch about the Giants and why they should fire their GM and their coach and just clean house. Oh, and whether do you want them to keep Daniel Jones or not? The time is yours. No, I'm... Well, I have no feelings either way towards Daniel Jones. I have no, like, allegiance to Daniel Jones like I did to Eli. But... I don't even know. I feel like every year everyone says that they should fire everyone in clean house and then they doesn't, it doesn't help. So um, I've lost a lot of faith in my team, but I've still, I still won't let them go, but I can't, I don't know what's going to help them do in. If the Hawks, (laughs) if the Hawks choose Russ over Pete, do you want Pete coming to the Giants? Is that what you want? Mm, Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? You can't have him. He's ours. What about Russell Wilson? What if we let Russ go? Are you going to trade your seventh and eighth overall pick? Uh, send it over to us so you can have uh, you can have Russ. Is that your plan? Maybe I, we have quarterback issues, but it's not the only issue. So I don't even know. I don't even know if it would help. Well, you can't have Russ either. He's ours. We're keeping them both. Sorry, Stephanie. <laughs> See how this well. has been the Finicky Podcast. Stephanie, thanks for uh, having some beers after the kids go to bed. 
for having me. Of course, anytime. Finicky well, finicky on. Good night. <laughs>